Welcome to Yes Mom, We're Still Active, a podcast where our three brothers sit down and laugh their way down the covenant path. Right so, uh, speaking of laughing. Wait, wait, wait. Can you laugh on the covenant path? Is yeah, that allowed? Yeah. Like, can you hold that iron rod and still laugh? I don't. I didn't say I was holding on to the iron rod. No, mm. I think humor just allows you to not take stuff so seriously. Here's the thing, though. Humor in our church is really underutilized. I mean, the best humor you see is like someone who's like, uh, have you heard the opening joke on sacrament meeting talks about the, the one on prayer where the bear... Have you heard that one where the guy like he stumbles upon a black bear? This is this is a real. I've heard this like three different You're times. You're deep enough in. Why don't you just yeah. tell the whole joke? So I'm gonna yeah, tell the joke. Go for it. I haven't heard it. Nope. Nope. Yeah, you've let, heard me, it let me back up. Okay, so I've heard this joke begin at least three sacrament meeting talks. Okay, and it goes like this: There's a guy and he's in the woods and he stumbled upon a bear, and he took off running and the bear started chasing him. And he, the, he, the faster he ran, the faster the bear ran, and the guy would run and the bear would run. So finally, he got it far enough ahead that he knelt down. And he said a prayer, and he said, Heavenly Father, please save me from this bear. And as he stood up, he saw the bear was right behind him, and the bear was also saying a prayer. And he listened, and the bear said, Heavenly Father, I thank thee for this meal which thou hast prepared. <laughs> and how has this been used? Are we talking testimony? Are we talking talks? No, it? it's always a talk on prayer. Like, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Sound effects. That's how the word goes, too. And, and I think whenever anyone tries anything funny in the church, whether it's in general conference over the pulpit or in sacrament meeting, someone tries to crack a joke, everyone goes, ha, <laughs> and it's always way more laugh than the joke deserves. Yeah. I agree. Most, of, most when I when it starts out, do you laugh it, when someone tells a bad no. joke? So you, you I draw stare the at them. <laughs> I'm do hoping that my line? stare can bring tears to their eyes. <laughs> Hold on, I just want to be fair. I'm like Tom. I don't laugh either. But it's usually because did I, you laugh when you were a bishop? I have a personal. Did you show the ward? <laughs> did you show the ward that you were willing to take one for the team and I, laugh at something that wasn't funny? I have a bar, and I don't want people to go under that bar. And when you drop a dad joke, I'm like, you know what? We're better than that. <laughs> I thought you were saying you had, actually had a bar. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I well, have a bar. Office, in my bar, bar, we serve alcohol. <laughs> we serve root beer. We serve homemade root beer. But no, I get what you're saying, Patrick. You're right. Humor is very underutilized. It's almost like it's like you know in the you know they talk about the temple no loud laughter right yeah how and do you I, balance that how do you balance yeah. that you think about you think about like oh that means I can't laugh out loud I have to go like this <laughs> well, I don't know if I do that no that's what you have to do okay so I'll tell you one that, I'll tell you one that, that goes that always gets me a little awkward and that's you know when you get the loud responses because one of the times you'll always get those individuals who come try and start their talk with this. Aloha, brothers oh, and sisters. Geez. And then I know it's going to get awkward. It's so cringe. Here's how it goes. It always goes, aloha, and then the ward yells back, aloha. And then they must think they're on the Tonight Show, because they're like, now come on, I know you can do better than that. It's like they're warming up for yeah. the next comedian. It's like there's a band about to hit the stage. Anyways, he's like, aloha. And my brain processes the next step, which is, if I don't yell back... He's going to keep going. But if I do yell back, then it's kind of awkward. So one of these days, I have not done this yet, but one of these days, I'm just going to scream it out. I was thinking about just saying boo. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) So you treat it like a melodrama, perhaps. Boo. Can you imagine how great sacrament meeting would be if you could boo? Boo the villains, the heroes, like a melodrama. And this is the other thing that I want well, to start laughing. Well, we bring last. snacks, right? It's like a melodrama. You got Cheerios instead of popcorn. Sorry, Patrick. 
<laughs> you bring Cheerios? Yeah. Like just being able to boo, like when someone comes up and is like, the bishop called me and asked me to speak on repentance. Boo! <laughs> like you can start your talk better than that. Come on, man. Yeah, anytime you start to burn time on the mic by telling why you're on the mic, yeah, it would be great if you could boo, but you can't. So, I got to uh, tell you, though, it's Sunday school class. Oh, you wish you could boo. So there. boring. <laughs> Most of the class. I mean, there's no laughter in Sunday school hardly at all. At least the, the Sunday school classes I've been in, it's mostly just let's talk about the facts. Just the facts, ma'am. Yeah, I'll tell you a story. <laughs> I was in a ward, visiting a ward in Arizona in Phoenix. And I was sitting next to this woman. Shout out to Phoenix. Phoenix. <laughs> PHX. Um, and we were reading in the New Testament where Christ was in the garden. And he cuts off the guard's ear. Or Peter. Peter cuts off the guard's ear. And Christ miraculously like zoop, puts it back on. And I lean over to the woman next to me. I don't know why I did this to this day. And I was just joking. I go, you know, in the Joseph Smith translation, he cut his whole head off. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at me and was like, Really? Yeah, and I let it sit. Liz had my wife. Liz had to go back behind her. No, he's just joking. <laughs> he does that. He does that. I was I was JSC. hoping the primary teacher would have said ta da. <laughs> <laughs> when the ear comes back on, put the ear back on. Ta da! Like Jesus when he heals the guy, puts the ear back on. He stares at everyone like David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I just did. <laughs> There's lots of stories in the scripture that there's so much humor to be found, but we never we always talk about the same stories in the same way. Yeah, right. So, like, I, as a brother, as the youngest brother, I identify with Nephi for a long. Identify with Nephi for a long. Because you're like long the time. youngest brother in the family. Because right. so you were so mean Because you were you guys were Layman and Lemuel. Okay. Yeah, it's you true. Would pick Is that Layman? I don't know, Lemuel. Okay. What do you think? <laughs> you can't, you guys, like, we could have a whole pot. Like, this will turn into a therapy session, and we'll all end up crying and hugging it out. Uh, so, I won't. <laughs> so, so, Lemuel, so get, get this. If Dad would have come to us and been like, guys, I, obviously our dad is not active in the church, so this never would have happened. But hypothetically, if he came to us and be like, guys, I've been preaching in town. God told me we need to leave. Let's pack up everything. And all get of our money, all of our wealth, yeah. and leave this nice, wealthy, well-going town. Yeah. <laughs> like, you'd be like, like as the youngest son, I'd be like, yeah, okay, Dad, let me get uh, stuff packed up. But Layman and Lemuel were like, what? Yeah, because we, we would have had friends, right? Girlfriends. The car. We had the car. Could have taken the car. Like, the social groups we were part of, like our friends. Like, hey, we got like, some stuff going on this Friday night. It was probably already really embarrassing for Layman and Lemuel among their friend groups. Your dad's the one out in the town square telling everyone to repent. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Did you see what he did last night? Oh, my goodness. He's not shut up. I'd be like, he's my stepdad. (laughs) Yeah. Which you couldn't say back then. They'd be like, what? Your mom is divorced? Kill him! Yeah. I would also say this, that if you could probably read the record from Layman and Lemuel, it would probably start with... So there's Nephi, and yeah, he deserved it. We're so tired of him telling us things. <laughs> what to do. Yep. And it's not what... It, I would say this. It's not just that his advice... Like, I could acknowledge that it was good advice. It was probably the way he delivered it. Like, we're all probably doing something, and then, of course, he would jump in and be like, You know, guys, it's really not funny that you guys are laughing about my boat. It is a boat, and just because it's shaped a little weird... Uh, I don't think there's any reason to make jokes about it the whole day while we're working. So I think what you're saying is he didn't read How to Win Friends and Influence People. All I know is you're living with camels and tents. Now keep in mind, they're in the desert. There's probably scorpions and snakes 
and desert dogs. There's probably robbers, something that's yeah. a little more intense than scorpions and snakes. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> desert dogs. Yeah, <laughs> like Star Wars, like wild dog. dogs. Yeah, like they're wild dogs. Tell they live more. in. They breed in the sand. Like Tuscan Tuscan Raiders. Beasts? Yes. Yes, that's what Tuscan Raiders were based off of. I've been watching Boba Fett too much. <laughs> so they get they go back, right? They go back, and Nephi is the one's like, I will go, and I will do, and I don't know where I'm going, but I'm being led. Like, Layman and Lemmy were probably just like, come on, dude. You don't even know where the town yeah. is. Oh, Nephi, I gotta be able to go. <laughs> so they get to Laban, and like, you know, Laban was their uncle, and they're like, hey, um, we need the plates. Remember those, remember those family plays? Remember those family plays? You probably don't even want you them. You don't even read them. You don't even, like, everyone knows you don't even read. Right. So here's all of our gold. Here's all of our silver. Here's the uh, the painting that you wanted. I imagine there's always art somewhere in there. Like, like big pictures a, of framed yeah, art. Yeah, big okay. pictures of framed art. And they're like, we just want the plates. And Laban, Laban's like, you know what? Okay. Why don't you just slide that all over here? Put that over here. Okay. Guards. <laughs> guards kill them all and they had to run for their lives like they, they literally had to run for their lives it wasn't from like, their uncle from their uncle it wasn't like they were like you know like oh you kids <laughs> i think get out of here you kids they were trying to kill him i think the first half he was running from the guards and then it's like the guards kind of quit following them nephi turned around and rise then it was laban laman and lemuel still chasing after nephi like this is a terrible <laughs> idea and, and then they hide in a cave which again, scorpions, snakes, 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 cobras, desert dogs, desert dogs sniffing around. Yep, very scary. <laughs> They're terrifying. So then Nephi goes, guys, the spirit told me we got to go back. We could do this. Yeah, what would you say to that? I'd be like, D- wait, were you in the same experience I was? Like those guys just tried to kill us. You want to go back? Give me that stick. Break off that stick from that demon dog. Get it from that demon d- desert dog. No, I dog. told you, if this failed, what was going to happen? So bend over. It's time <laughs> yeah, to take your punishment. Gave him the old legs. speech. This is going to hurt you more than it hurts. Yep. It's going to hurt me more than it hurts you. I think you. everybody was feeling bad about it. I think it was just that Nephi was a bad motivational speaker. Like, hey, guys, let's do this again. You know, we can do it. It wasn't like that. He was like, so let's try it again. Well, he probably knew that if he shared too much with his brothers that they would... Make fun of him even what, more. Yeah, probably start a podcast about humor in the church. <laughs> That's probably true. Like, I don't want to be on your podcast. I don't even know what a podcast is. I wonder what nicknames Layman Lemuel had for Nephi. Because you guys used to call me Pimala, and that yeah. made me so sad. Like, <laughs> Patty, Pimala, Patricia. It wasn't just that you'd say it. It was that you'd sing it, sing it. as yeah. you danced around. You guys, like we started therapy again. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> are we billing by the hour? Or uh... I just want to say there are ways to do what I call shock therapy verbally. And back in those days, it was making up rhymy songs and chanting them while you danced in a circle around the person. I think I would have preferred Layman Lemuel's technique of just grabbing a stick and, and, <laughs> and beating him it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I've had it up to here. So they went back. <laughs> they went back. No, back. they didn't. They didn't go. Did they go back all of them, or was it just Nephi? Oh well, Nephi was sent back because you know nobody's going back with him. Yeah, didn't the angels shock Laman and Lemuel and say, "Don't hit your brother again with that stick"? I don't think. I don't think they shocked him. That was at the boat. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just showing they just up. Told him to stop. The angel just said, "Hey, knock that crap off. Dad's coming." Just for the record, the uh, scriptures you'll definitely want to spot check and fact check every little thing we say in this. Hey, but that'll be good. Our humor. 
will help people read the scriptures to prove us wrong. Yeah, like, and everything. No, that's not true. Every time Patrick says something wrong, we'd like you to write into the podcast yeah. and correct us. Yeah. So anyway, so they go back, and Nephi goes back, and he doesn't know what he's going to do, right? Because he says, "I will go." I was led by the Spirit, not knowing beforehand. Beforehand, so he gets there, and Laban's drunk, probably because he just scored yeah. all this gold. He probably went to the bar to celebrate, super wasted, laying in the alley, and the Spirit tells Nephi, "Kill him." And yeah. he tells, and Nephi starts like doubting it. Like I don't know. That's this. against the Ten Commandments. And, and it's right? like it's like everyone. It's like everyone has that. Like, is that me or is that the Spirit? Was that me or was that the, the Spirit told me to kill him? Is that me? Yeah, because you figure <laughs> Nephi was probably pretty mad at his brothers that he couldn't do anything. So yeah. he's like, I just feel like killing. I somebody. would kill even if I see. He's <laughs> like, is that me or is that the Spirit? Because I really want to stick. Yeah. <laughs> Pull that sword out. I'll show this. Well, guy. the thing is, is he didn't say the Spirit told Nephi like, hey, it's better for him to die than a nation dwindle in unbelief, right? So he's telling him like, hey, this has to happen, but he didn't say how to do it. True. I think it was Nephi that was like, hey, look at this really nice sword. I bet I could cut his head off. <laughs> like I said, he's probably so wound up from getting he beat really by some wounded. sticks that he's just he's like, I'm going to take it out on you now. And let's be clear, like, he wasn't a samurai. Like, he probably didn't get it with one chop. No, I don't think anybody gets it with one chop. <laughs> can, you imagine him? can you imagine him swinging that sword? Sparks are flying off the ground because the sword's hitting rock. And he's still chopping. Gotta get through the neck. <laughs> and then, like, where are all the people? They're, they're sleeping through this? Like, no, there's, like, sparks flying everywhere. Ching! Ching! And then the angel, of course, shows back up. Yeah, and he's like, what have you done? Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ew. You, you told me to, told me to kill him, right? What the right? heck? There's blood everywhere. I mean, this is not... This he's is like, getting messy. I, and Nephi's like, I know I'm going to put his clothes on. That's, they're covered in blood. <laughs> Whoa, put on his clothes. Yeah, I got this other plan. Yeah, the, the angel's probably like, I don't know what's... I don't... I, you took it too far. <laughs> like, you, you could have poisoned him. You could have just strangled him. Like, you cut his whole head off. Like, he could have been there and, like, the he- Laban's head sitting on Nephi's hands, like... What have you done? I was thinking you'd use a pillow, something soft. <laughs> yeah. No, the angel was probably thinking this. Oh, man, I'm going to get in trouble for this. Yeah. How am I going to tell God? He's going to go back to God, and God's going to be like, hey, how'd it go with Laban and Nephi? Um, good. We got it, it done. It went good. Now, so uh, what What did he end up doing? <clears throat> he, uh... Let's erase those films. <laughs> Let's erase those tapes. You don't need to see that. We got it done. Hey, but remember... An assassin, you got to take the head because if you just stab him or what do you think? He's gonna make a lot of titans. noise. You can pull it out of the. Oh, do you think he noise. took the head back to Laban and Lemuel? Is like, don't ever mess with me again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he could. He's got to carry all that stuff: the sword, the plates, the. Well, he kept the sword and he dressed up in his clothes. Creepy. Well, and creepy. he got the plates, right? Little creepy. He got the plates. He got the plates. Yeah. He got it done. He tricks on, but still, Heavenly Father's probably like. He did what? <laughs> he cut his head off. How much? He cut his head off. <laughs> yeah, clean off his mess. There's so much in there. <laughs> He's like, I'll have to fix that in the resurrection. Yeah. So anyway, I think our- that's funny. I think that's a funny <laughs> angle. Like the angel being able to be like, what have you done, Nephi? And Laman and Lemuel going, like there's probably a real family vibe there. And we always paint Laman and Lemuel in these like negative 
they're the bad guys because they're murmuring and they're always picking. But they were brothers, right? Yeah. And we're brothers. So I understand that relationship when I put it through the lens of, like, you guys were brutal to me. Yeah. <laughs> and you deserved it. And, and I, was, I was like Nephi. I was super spiritual. Yep. Super humble. We oh, were yeah. so mean. I always so sought unfair. the Lord's will. Always. And then I would cut people's heads off. I'm like, yeah. kick him while he's praying. I told my bishop praying. about what we did to you. I almost kicked me out of the church. Yeah. <laughs> I told mine, he's like, well, he probably deserved it. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, anyway, I think there's lots of stories like that in the scriptures that if you play it out and you apply it, like like, like Nephi said, you liken it under yourself, it kind of opens up a new understanding and empathy towards the characters and the way that we always think about them. I don't think Laman and Lemuel right. are like the bad guys. I just think they were, they struggled following the commandments like we all do. Yep. And, uh, Sounds like you little need a little bit more therapy there, little bro. Yep. <laughs> Is that a sword? Well, if this podcast takes off, maybe that we give you some of the money for my therapy. Maybe. Doubt it.